This is the Special Stage Rally Podcast, and on this week's episode, we're looking forward to the Adelaide Hills Rally, South Australia's round of the National Championship. Our guest for this week is Jeremy Brown. He was the clerk, of course, for the Rally of South Australia events in the early 2000s, and he's got a huge, huge history in the sport of rallying. Peter Whitten talks to Jeremy about the state of rallying in South Australia and many of those classic South Australian events like the NRUST and the Festival State Rally. Jeremy also touches on some of his most recent competitive outings and some of the last in his long career. Jeremy Brown is one of the South Australian rallying legends, a co-driver, an organiser, somebody who's been involved for over 50 years. Jeremy, welcome to the Special Stage podcast. Yeah, hi, Peter. I guess um, on looking back at some of your um, history via your CV, I mean, probably the the first thing of note, apart from contesting the RAC rally back in 1970, I think, was that you were the man that introduced pace notes to South Australian rallying in 1972. Uh, yeah, that's probably right. I, d- I don't think anyone was using pace notes at that time, um, although we didn't really start using them until the late 70s when I was co-driving with Dean Rainsford and uh, we had a couple of faster stage times in uh, one of the Andros rallies, courtesy of uh, Flat Over Crest. <laughs> Speaking of those Andros rallies, I mean, uh, even when I was growing up, um, I remember going to a couple of Andros rallies in the the late 70s or early 80s. I'm not sure what it was then or now, but um, they were tremendous events back in the day. Yeah, big, big change for South Australia. Up until then, uh, there'd been a variety of ARCs that I remember in the the 70s, um, but they were predominantly navigation and South Australia had a bit of a reputation for uh, fiendish navigation, for especially for interstate crews. Uh, And the Andros really changed all that. Back in the day, obviously, um, the Enrush Rally was was gathering huge spectator numbers. I read a report just before saying that uh, one event, they reckon there were 7,000 spectators out and about. Uh, I would have said from experience it was probably more than that. I mean, there was live TV coverage of the special stages in Mount Crawford Forest uh, with $1,000 prize money for fastest on, uh, on the, the TV stages. So there was some pretty serious competition. Uh, and you know there was uh, there was Bond, Car, Fury, Dunkerton uh, there, uh, and we picked up. Uh, Rainsford and I picked up a thousand on one of the stages, so uh, that was good. That's incredible money, isn't it, for for just a one stage win? Given the fact that uh, in the ARC these days you're lucky to get a trophy at the end of the rally. Well, I was I was looking back at the 1976 ARC, I think, which the Sporting Car Club ran. Uh, and the prize money, I think, was three or four hundred dollars, but the entry fee was uh, twenty dollars. <laughs> Given now, what we're over two grand, are we? Uh, well, we're pretty close to it, I think. Most ARCs, yes. Yeah. Moving on from the end rush rallies, and I guess um, we're moving forward probably twenty years when when you were bec- when you were the the clerk, of course, of what was then called the Rally of South Australia from two thousand and two to two thousand and three. That was also a massive event in in SA rallying history. Yeah, what happened there, in the early 90s, we had the Festival State Rally, which was a a pretty popular ARC, um, and uh, that was a a a fully pace-noted event. 
In fact, I co-drove with uh, Ed Ordinsky in 1990 and we won that event. And I think that was Ed's first ARC win. Um, but then in the mid-90s, there, there wasn't an ARC in South Australia. And uh, Bob Wyatt put together the uh, Adelaide Rally. And that was a, um, uh, a candidate rally for the ARC. And at that point, I was running the Classic Adelaide Rally, the all-tarmac event, and the um, South Australian Motorsport Board said, hey, we'd quite like to, to get involved in the Australian Championship. And uh, we put together, uh, in fact, with some of the Festival State team, uh, we put together the uh, Coopers Rally of South Australia and yep. Coopers came on board. And that first year, unfortunately, we had absolutely atrocious weather. We had 70 millimetres of rain on the Friday night. Um, but we had 14,000 spectators at the Wavell Showgrounds. I remember that well, and uh, that was obviously in the centre of Adelaide with the, the first special stage, and there was just uh, incredible mud. And and that year I contested the event in a, in a Proton Satria, one of the one-mate cars, and uh, very good memories. And as you say, just massive amounts of spectators. Yeah, it, it is amazing what a bit of promotion will do. And uh, with the budget we had from Coopers, we, we were able to put together some TV advertising and uh, put together a bit of a super special. We got it much better the second year. Um, but Possum was pretty spectacular that first year. And the police actually closed the gates and wouldn't let any more spectators into the Wavell showgrounds. Yeah, that's quite remarkable. And also the fantastic use of the Mount Crawford Forest, the whole complex out there, I mean, that was just spectator heaven. I remember them being um, bonfires set up and spectators just all through that area. Yeah, our target there was to have a stage that they, uh, the cars came through a spectator area maybe three times and uh, Coopers put up a big marquee. They had draft beer available and these enormous bonfires. Um, and Forestry SA were, were very supportive and with the budget we had, we could get some of the roads a bit fixed up. Uh, unfortunately, that's all a bit of history now and it's uh, pretty difficult to rally in the forests now. Yeah, okay. And, and obviously um, the event also used, along with Mount Crawford, it used a lot of those famous Shire road stages or council road stages in South Australia like High Eden. I mean, it was the premier ARC event for several years. Yeah, we had we had great pleasure running that. And then uh, I stepped down after three years uh, and got involved with the V8 racing. But uh, Ivor carried on with initially with Toyota and then with Scouts SA. Uh, for something like 10 years uh, running that event. Uh, one, of the, one of the problems in South Australia is the, the really competitive roads that will stand up to, say, an ARC event. Um, they're all quite close to Adelaide and they're all getting more and more built up. Um, but uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I was able to, in fact, I got my Mini Cooper out and drove in the Rally Barossa and uh, we used High Eden, Canapa, Mount Carinia, uh, a lot of the classic roads that were used in the Festival State Rally and the Andros. Yeah, and you mentioned the difficulty getting into somewhere like Mount Crawford. Do you think that is um, is a dying area for, for the sport in South Australia? It, it's very difficult. I mean, traditionally, we we usually had Rally SA in Mount Crawford and we had uh, the Southern Rally in Second Valley and Kaipo Forests. Um, the current situation um, is uh, that it's difficult to get in more than occasionally, but also that there's a very high cost of uh, road repair. 
Yeah, okay, and that's, I guess, a, um, a situation that uh, car clubs are facing Australia-wide, and that's just, not just in South Australia too. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, 20 years ago uh, you ran a Shire Road event and you gave the greater driver a carton of beer and it fixed the roads <laughs> up. Um, now you get a charge of a couple of thousand a kilometre, uh, so you have to be very much more careful with the selection of roads, um, which tends to mean the better quality roads which have got a good surface but the problem with them is they're often quite quick uh, and the other thing is that if the weather does turn bad you just have to postpone the event because you just can't afford the road damage costs yeah and given given what you're saying there how do you see the state of south australian rallying at the moment we've got the adelaide hills running the arc or the current arc round running this weekend there's only 12 South Australian Championship entries in that rally. I mean, is the state of rallying in South Australia good at the moment? Well, actually, the last couple of years have been a um, couple of the strongest years for some time. Uh, going back four or five years ago, we were perhaps only getting 20 entries in state championship, um, but a couple of the events this year have had over 30 entries. Uh, I think the... Um, the uh, Adelaide Hills Rally, the ARC, is suffering a bit because it's the last event of the year. Um, it's quite expensive. Uh, the championship is down to only a couple of people. And unfortunately, last year there, there were some issues with the tail and bend location. Um, and I think that's perhaps put people off a bit. Yeah, and the current event, as you mentioned, it had some, some difficulties last year when it ran. It's quite a quite a different event to what I guess you would uh, remember as a traditional South Australian ARC round. It's based at the Bend, which is a motor racing circuit. This year, there's 24 stages, but there's no stage that's longer than 10 kilometres in length, so it's quite different. Uh, yes, it is. It was an interesting um, UME run that event, and and um, they set out to do something quite different last year, and also to showcase the uh, Tail and Bend location. And I think they had some great ideas. They, they were a bit let down with the weather last year uh, with some uh, road stage section problems. Um, and Tail and Bend, unfortunately, is not close to any of the good stages. And we had Rally Barossa a couple of weeks ago, which w was almost like an old-time Rally SA. And um, uh, that was fairly well supported. But it's interesting that, uh, for instance, the Rally of the Heartland, which was the first round of the state championship, uh, had a terrific entry. And a lot of people came out of the woodwork to run in that event. Do you think that um, the type of event that's included as a round of the ARC, and this, this is probably Australia-wide, will have a bearing on the success moving forward? Because if, if in South Australia currently stages of only 10 kilometres in length are probably maximum what they can have in that area, is there a scope that maybe the competitors want longer stages and maybe the event in a different location? Yeah, you, you, you do run into problems when you move away from the classic roads in the Adelaide Hills that the roads tend to either be too fast or too rough. Uh, there's not a lot in between. Uh, I mean, the Heartland Rally has an 80K night stage in it, so you're certainly uh, getting that, but I, I'm not suggesting that that should be an ARC-type event. And if it's going to be fair for, for all competitors, uh, it's got to be pace noted to give people the chance to, to get familiar with the roads. Uh, and that doesn't fit in with the style of the heartland. 
the Rally Barossa that uh, was run this year certainly used some of the um, the great stage, very similar, in fact, to the Coopers Rally I ran in 2003 based in Tanunda. Um, you know, one of the things that happened after the Coopers Rally, we had a tremendous upsurge in interest of people getting competitive cars. We went from something like three or four four-wheel drive cars to nearly 20. Mm. Uh, and if you have a showcase ARC event, it certainly boosts the state-level competition. How much does South Australian rallying, um, I guess, how much problem does it have or crossover between the gravel and the tarmac? Because perhaps more than any other state in Australia, South Australia is really a tarmac-oriented state but also a gravel-oriented state. So there's a foot in each camp. Yeah, there's not a not a lot of people that compete in both. Yeah. Uh, that with the changes now in tarmac rallying, certainly I'm talking to people who are thinking of making the switch over uh, and looking to do um, gravel rallying rather than tarmac rallying. Um, but historically, South Australia had a strong pitch of gravel rallying and tarmac rallying really only came in in uh, 97, 25 years ago with uh, the classic Adelaide rally. I guess that's true, yeah. As far as, and I, we might be getting a bit off topic here, but you mentioned the, the influx of four-wheel drive cars when the Coopers event was being run. Do you see a similar thing maybe maybe happening in the future, certainly if there's uh, the new Subaru WRX challenge that has been mooted for next year, if if they can get up, up and running? Um, it's it's a bit more, not so much an entry level as far as costs go, but it's a, it's a more even category for competitors and certainly new competitors. Yeah, I think the, the thing that boosts state rallying the most is a strong ARC event in your state and a strong ARC series. You know, when the ARC series was fully televised, free to air, um, that that drove interest. Uh, good events drives interest. Um, I am a bit concerned about the cost flow ons from um, the tarmac rally a review. Yes. You know, everybody's talking about, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to do this. Um, no, I'm not going to spend that much money. Uh, I mean, for instance, you know, I got my dear little Cooper S out for the Rally Barossa. There is no way I can fit wing seats in it, which means that there's no way in the future of doing championship events. Yes. Uh, not, not that it's in any way competitive, it's only a bit of fun. Um, but I think the costs of making that step up now are, are quite difficult. Um, we're seeing at uh, the Walkie Park Rally Sprint Series, for instance, we're getting getting good entries and we're getting people out there in all-wheel drive cars. Yeah. You've competed now for over 50 years and clearly in that time you've seen lots of changes in the sport but also in the cost of competing in the sport. How do you see it in the current day of 2023 compared to, say, 30 years ago, Clearly, the costs and the regulations mean that more money has to be spent on the cars and the equipment. But on the same side of that, the wages and things have gone up as well. So is there a balance there or is it certainly more expensive now? Um, look, I mean, if you go right back to the to the 70s, a lot of people competed in a car they drove to work during the, during the week. Mm. Now, I certainly had an exclusive rally car in the late 60s. Uh, and I could afford to compete and compete in international events. 
Um, it's certainly become a lot more expensive. I think relative to wages, it's become a more expensive sport. And, and people are looking at how they can compete cheaper. Uh, for instance, I, I can go out to the Malala race circuit and spend the whole day in a super sprint, and it's less than $200. If I want to compete in a state championship rally, which is, is only 100 competitive kilometres or 150 competitive kilometres, it's going to cost me at least several thousand dollars. And is that good value for money? Um, there's not many events in between. You've sort of got club rally sprints on a in a field somewhere. Um, there isn't then a clubman-type event. There is this regularity option, which is attracting a, a number of people. Mm. Um, I think if we're going to build – the thing that gets people involved is a very strong national series, and obviously in the days – we had Rally Australia, that helped even more. Um, but also a stepping stone so that you can progress without having to invest large amounts of money. Yeah, what, and what about in terms of sponsorship dollars uh, in relation to an event sponsor? You mentioned Coopers were involved with with your event, the Rally of South Australia. The money they were putting back in in the early 2000s, would that be far and away what was possible or what is possible to get for an ARC round now? Look, I think rallying, unfortunately, doesn't have that big national profile that it perhaps had uh, in the early 2000s when, when you had uh, Possum Bourne and Neil Bates fighting head-to-head and manufacturer involvement. Um, it's, it's very difficult to attract that sort of sponsorship now to rallying. Um, and, and even the... Um, uh, you know, the V8 races in Adelaide have, have struggled at times to find major sponsors. As far as individual competitors are concerned, very, very difficult to get any sort of sponsorship now. And one of the things that's affected that has, has been things like the Variety Bash and the sort of organisations or small businesses that used to be willing to sponsor rally cars uh, are now... Um, putting their money into having a go themselves in the variety bash and, you know, look at the money they raise. The typical South Australian variety bash raises over $2 million. And one of the things I found out uh, talking to landowners running a state championship round in recent years, uh, they were saying, what charity are you supporting? Um, and, you know, if we have a charity in a state championship event, we might raise $500. Um, the variety bash raises two million. Yeah, it's a, it's an easy call for the for the landowner or somebody like that, isn't it? Well, it certainly affects uh, their attitude, um, and it particularly it affects that small business sponsorship to individual competitors because that money is tending to go to those sort of events. And you know, you've got a question. Um, for years, I sponsored stages in state championship. I don't ever remember a customer saying to me, oh, I'm buying a heater off you because I saw your sponsorship. Uh, now, in fact, I've changed my tea brand because uh, uh, of a company that sponsored a car in Target, Tasmania, and uh, I now always always drink their tea. It is interesting, isn't it, whether that be a petrol manufacturer that might sponsor your favourite V8 team or, or something like that. There's always a, a correlation there between what product you might buy. Yeah, and, and 
you know, one, another of the problems we found with some of the regional, when we used to run state championship out in the country, a lot of those country towns have downsized. And you find now there isn't a local garage, there isn't a local servo, there isn't things that you can drive a bit of business to. Um, and in the old days, you, after the event, you'd drink at the local football club and talk on all night, and the footy club would put on a barbecue, and they'd raised a few thousand dollars. Um, but now the combination of lifestyle and drink drive and uh, the footy clubs perhaps merging, um, people pack up and go home straight after the rally. So there's very little local benefit in most cases. Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong there. I'm certainly want to get back in touch with you at some stage, and we'll we'll have a full chat on on your career because I'm just looking through your the stuff you've done here. You've done events in all over Europe and your South Australian champion multiple times. So we'll get back to that. But what's what's the next thing for you, Jeremy? Are you getting, obviously you've you've retired the mini. Do you have plans to get out again with Rob Hunt co-driving in the in the Galant? Sorry, uh, in, no, in the Lancer again. I'm going to hang my helmet up at the end of the year, Peter. Um, I've done my last drive. That was a couple of weeks ago in my mini. That marked uh, 50 years of running the same car in the state championship. Uh, we did finish. Uh, yes, we came last of the finishers. I expected that. <laughs> uh, I'm doing the Bega Rally as co-driver with uh, Stuart Bowes in the Mercedes. Oh, lovely. Uh, and I'm doing the Adelaide Tarmac Rally uh, uh, with Roger Barato in his uh, very nice Fiat 131. And uh, then I won't renew my rally licence next year. Well, there are a couple of lovely cars to finish off in. Yes, excellent. Yeah, and obviously you've done uh, plenty of plenty of events with Stuart in the past. Uh, yes, we did the uh, Classic Outback trial last year, and I've done the Adelaide Rally in the uh, X-Works uh, Celica a few times. Yeah, and this weekend, will you get out and have a look at the Adelaide Hills Rally? Uh, look, I'm actually committed in a whole lot of other things, uh, family things this weekend, and, and um, Rob's just been overseas, so he's not running uh, in the Adelaide Hills. Uh, and I'll be tied up uh, in these other activities. Well, Jeremy, it's been great to have a, a chat as we lead up to uh, the fifth round of the Australian Rally Championship. Um, thanks for your time, and uh, as I said, we'll, we'll catch up again soon for Dust Trials podcast. Thanks, Peter. All the best. You too.